Well, it looks like the Islamic State, I don't know, what, what do you want to call it? ISIL, ISIS, here in Israel we call them we call them Daesh, the, we'll just call them the Islamic State. It looks like they've finally gotten around to talking about Israel. It, I mean, it's amazing it took them this long, but uh, it, it's happened. They're the Islamic State leader, Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi, issued a threat against us, against Israel, uh, on Saturday, this, this past Shabbat, in an audio recording, saying that his jihadists, the Islamic State jihadists, are preparing to attack. If the Islamic coalition against ISIS were truly Islamic, it would declare that it was cutting ties with its Jewish and crusader masters, and that its goal was to kill the Jews and liberate Palestine. Al-Baghdadi said, the Jews thought that we forgot Palestine and that they had distracted us from it. Not at all, Jews. We did not forget Palestine for a moment. With the help of Allah, we will not forget it. He goes on, he threatens, the, the pioneers of the jihadist fighters will surround you on a day that you think is distant and we know is close. We are getting closer every day. You will never find comfort in Palestine, Jews. Palestine will not be your land or your home, but it will be a graveyard for you. He then he, he then he goes uh, and he uh, we, we've heard about this this anti-Semitic teaching from the uh, the Muslim Hadith text. You know you know the, the, the Islam, the religion of peace. Uh, well, you know I questionable to say the least that this is one of their holy texts and it says we've quoted this many times where it says that in the end when the end of days comes that stones and trees will help muslims murder all jews that this is written in the religion of peace's holy text i don't think you're going to find that anywhere like in the christian in the christian in the new testament or in the, in the torah you know the, the the jewish bible the the old testament of the basis of of christianity i don't think we find stuff like that stones and trees will help muslims murder all jews al-baghdadi quoted allah assembled you in palestine so that the muslims can kill you so that you may hide behind stones and trees. It's all part of the divine plan, according to Baghdadi. With the help of Allah, we are getting closer to you every day, he told the Israeli listeners. I don't know how many of us were actually listening. It made some headlines there. We're not, we're not, we're not getting all freaked out about it, I can tell you that. The Israelis will soon see us in Palestine. Uh, so maybe that's why we're not worried so much, since there is no Palestine. Maybe we won't be seeing them anywhere. Palestine, well, what? You know, the, the, the name that the Romans gave to the land of Israel, you know, back back at the, you know, way back when at the at the at the time when when, when Rome conquered Israel, and there, was, there was there was no indigenous Arab people calling themselves Palestinians. The Romans renamed Israel Palestine to kind of to kind of help to take away the Jewish identity 
from Israel, from our homeland, from, from, from the country that they had just conquered, the, the, the Jewish country, the Jewish homeland that, 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 w- that was called Israel, the Romans renamed it Palestine. It didn't have anything to do with, you know, with, with, the, with, with some sort of, a, of wandering Bedouin Arabs from all over the world that, that happened to be living there. That, that, this, this was a product of the Romans. So, so maybe uh, the, the Israelis will soon see us in Palestine. I don't know. This is no longer a war of the Crusaders against us the entire world is fighting us right now so this this is they, they i guess the islamic state has 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 woken up they've decided that uh, that in the face of their imminent destruction in syria by basically by putin and russia that uh, well now they can now they can turn their focus on israel maybe try and scare us a little bit but uh, you know what we're we're not especially scared here. Not really. Really. Not at all, as a matter of fact. We're, we're ready. We're, uh, say, uh, expect the worst and hope for the best and, and prepare for the worst, which is, which is what we do here. Marty Roberts here, The Marty Roberts Show, coming to you from Israel. Live recorded in Israel here. Not a Palestine, Palestine. Come on, it's a joke. No, no Palestine, no Palestinian people, no Palestinian nation. It's a myth. It's you know, it's. Uh, it, it, I guess you say it enough times, and the world starts to believe it. But uh, I don't know. Well, the Marty Roberts Show is hosted on on our website, MartyRobertsBlog.com. You can find us on Twitter at Marty Rob Show. You can find us on facebook we have a, a facebook page to all the information is on the website martyrobertsblog.com you can you can send comments and please do share 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 click on on, on the links there check out some of the uh, the interesting deals we've got there and, and, and we would ask that uh, if you like what's happening here number one share it share it with all your friends all your social media where we, we have convenient ways to share on every single form of social media right right on the website and uh, if, if you see fit, we would certainly appreciate some uh, donations of the financial variety. We're, uh, this ship is kept afloat pretty much by uh, yours truly here. And anything you can send uh, would be appreciated. We have a secure methods through, through PayPal, or credit card, whatever. There's, there's buttons on the website. So uh, help us out if you, uh, if you so choose, if you, if you see fit, if your heart tells you. Uh, do it at MartyRobertsBlog.com. So uh, <laughs> the Islamic State is—they're—they're they're announcing, uh, "Beware, beware, Israel! Soon the the stones and the trees are going to be helping us find you and and slaughter you, yada yada yada." But the, according to a German reporter who spent ten days with the uh, with the uh, with Daesh, with with the Islamic State in, in Iraq and Syria, Israel is in fact the only country that the Islamic State truly fears. The only country ISIS fears is Israel. Jorgen Todenhofer, age 75, who visited the, uh, the, the, the territory under the control of ISIS, accompanied by his son. He, he, th- that's what he told the, the British online news site Jewish News. The, they told me they know the Israeli army is too strong for them. <laughs> Todenhofer, who's a, 
he, he's a former member of the of the German Parliament, and uh, he, he's from uh, German Chancellor Angela Merkel's Christian Democratic Union Party. He, he made the trip up there in uh, last year in, in 2014, and and he he was writing a book that was published this year called My Ten Days in the Islamic State. He, uh, he in fact, was the first Western journalist that was allowed extensive access to uh, Islamic State territory and to return safely from the trip. <laughs> there's, there's been some other Westerners there, but uh, it, it, they, they, they were not ready to return home minus their heads, which were, uh, were taken from them by the Islamic State. They, they think they can defeat U.S. and U.K. ground troops who they say have no experience in city guerrilla or terrorist strategies, but they know that the Israelis are very tough as far as fighting against guerrillas and terrorists, he, uh, Totenhofer, told the Jewish News. They're not scared of the British and the Americans. They're scared of the Israelis and told me that the Israeli army is the real danger. We can't defeat them with our current strategy. These people, he's talking about the, the IDF, these people can fight a guerrilla war, he said uh, in the report in his book. Totenhofer described the stages of, of ISIS's plan, the Islamic State's plan for world domination. This is the plan that they laid out. You might want to pay attention to this Western world. This is like, this is coming straight from the, the horse's mouth, you know? Like, like you might want to believe this and not make up all these, you know, the fantasies, oh, the religion of peace, they're not a threat. Refugees give money, they're like the Jews escaping the Holocaust. Nah, 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 nah. This, this is what the Islamic State described to, to this German ex-parliament member, Todenhofer. He said their plan for world domination, first, to conquer all of the Middle East except for Israel. <laughs> Interesting. He said, then, then the plan calls for to conquer the West and the rest of the world. You see, th- this, this is exactly what, <laughs> what they are telling us, you, the Western world. And, and, and if you notice, like in all of the names, all of the monikers for this organization, you know, what, what Obama called the, uh, the junior varsity team, you know, the, and all of, the, all of the various variations of their name, there is one constant. It is the, the word Islamic. You see, that, 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 that means that, that the Islamic State has something to do with Islam, with the religion Islam. They are identified as, a, as an organization representing Islam. Their members, their fighters, their administration are all Muslims. They believe in the religion of Islam. They practice the religion of Islam. They are Muslims who, who proudly announce that their goal, and it is a religious goal, it is a tenet of, of their religious faith, that they must and that they will conquer the world. They said that in the name of Islam, the Islamic State, Isil, Isis, Daesh, Dash, the Islamic X, whatever they are, are going to conquer the world. First the Middle East, then the West, then the rest of the world, and then they will take on Israel. 
the, uh, the, 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 the Islamic group, says Todenhofer, would love to tie down American and British ground forces in a protracted urban war. In Mosul, there are 10,000 fighters living among 1.5 million people in 2,000 apartments, not in one place, so, so it's difficult to fight them. And the Islamic State fighters are ready to die in a war against Western soldiers. So they're not afraid of you. So you might want to do something to scare them. So far, only Russia has, has, has done, actually done something to scare them. They're, they're, so, they're so afraid of, of Israel that, that they're not even taking us on yet. And, but, but, but they're not afraid of you. They're not afraid of you, America, Great Britain, all your friends, the the, uh, the 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 coalition of the brave, whatever whatever you want to be calling it today. But once again, they have announced Islam, the Islamic State. Their goal, their objective, is to conquer you. Is to conquer the Western world. You get it? Religion of peace? No, no. No. Now I've been happy lately thinking about Well, we're, we're not exactly sitting on our hands on our on our on our keisters here in Israel. Uh, we're we're uh, we're we're doing everything in our power on a day-to-day basis to live up to the fears of the Islamic State, their fears of us, of our fighting branch, of the IDF, the Israeli Defense Forces. And uh, an official ceremony on Sunday, the day after the announcements came from the leader of the Islamic State, coincidental, but uh, (laughs) interesting anyway, the, the IDF inaugurated a new infantry brigade that is dedicated entirely to special operations, you know, we we hear you, we hear you out there, and we are ready for you. The uh, the, the ceremony for the new brigade, which uh, this brigade is going to be bringing together a, a, a large number of the Israeli army's various elite units, and and it's a it's just another step in the adoption of a of, of a streamlining, efficiency centered plan called the Gidon Plan for the Israeli army that, that, that's been proposed and is being implemented by the chief of staff, Gadi Eisenkot, earlier this year. That, 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 this new brigade, it's, it's officially known as Brigade O's. O's in Hebrew means, means strength, means might. So the, the O's Brigade, and, it, and it's going to be under the command of Colonel David Zinni, who is a veteran of the, of the fame of the Sayeret Matkal, Special Forces units, and and you know you, you've heard of Sayeret Matkal. That's the one Ehud Barak was part of it. Uh, uh, Yoni Netanyahu, you know the the rescue at Entebbe. There's some tough guys there. Well, so uh, so Zinni was a uh, he's a veteran of that unit, and, and it's going to be coming under the the Central Command's 98th Division, and, and and it's gonna it's it's going to combine some of the of the most specialized units. In the Israeli army, Egoz, Ramon, Maglon, Duv Devana, I think maybe even Oketz, the, the, the dog unit. And, and these units, they're, they're currently scattered throughout the IDF. And, uh, but but by, by combining them in this Oz commando unit, 
the, uh, the Israeli army is going to be able to do away with, with a lot of redundancies. And so they'll, you, know, it, you, you don't have to be duplicating the, the efforts, the same efforts in different units by bringing them together under one, one umbrella that uh, they will, they'll do away with, with, like, with, with unnecessary redundancy and ultimately strengthen the individual units, and uh, as he said in the, in, as Eisenkot said in the ceremony, the uh, it will strengthen the individual units whose services will surely be needed soon. He, he said it, he said in that ceremony they were inaugurating the new O's Commando Brigade. You don't need to be an especially clever strategist to understand the sensitivity of the current time period. Lieutenant General Gotti Eisenkot, who, as I mentioned, is the, the IDF chief of staff, he said, We saw the threats last night from the leaders of the Islamic State in Syria and Iraq. The, the wave of escalation that we're dealing with in, in, in the West Bank, in Judea and Samaria, and the threats from down south. It's not only not only uh, the Islamic State that we're facing here. We've got we've got the uh, the so-called Palestinians in the in Judea and Samaria. We've got we've got Hamas in Gaza in the south. We've got who knows what in uh, coming across the border from Egypt, in spite of uh, of of the of the of the leader Al Sisi's valiant efforts to uh, to work with us to work with Israel in in, in that respect and uh, we, we've got we've got uh, a a a directed from on high assault on our southern border by so-called African refugees from the, from the Sudan and from who knows where in Africa the, the 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 another part of the Muslim plan to overtake Israel. They know they can't do it militarily, so they're trying to do it with so-called refugees flooding our border and seeking asylum in Israel. So you know you're not the only ones Europe and America. We see it, but but we're smart enough to try and do something about it. So but you know we've got the same thing happening from from with the so-called refugees from Africa. And uh, they're they're being moderately successful, I must say. But uh, okay, the the dangerous winds blowing from Lebanon, threats by the Islamic State, the escalation in Judea and Samaria, as well as threats from the southern border, demand the capability of the personnel in this new brigade now more than ever. Eisenkot goes on. According to the to the IDF spokesperson, the Commando Brigade, the O's Brigade, is the brainchild uh, of, of Eisenkot, and it's the um, it is the actual the implementation of the operational lessons that uh, that Israel learned after Operation Protective Edge in uh, last summer, the summer of 2014, and also during the Second Lebanon War in uh, in 2006. So the uh, you know we 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 learn from uh, from our, our our victories as well as our, our our defeats and our almost defeats and the objective of the units making up this brigade is to is mainly to perform operations and to engage in combat beyond the enemy lines that that's what that's what these units do they they uh, they're not they're not you know the old fashioned you know face to face line up against the enemy not even guerrilla warfare they actually get in behind the lines in the enemy territory even outside of outside of Israel and they they uh they're going to uh 
the, 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 these, these highly elite soldiers in this new O's Brigade are going to be wearing a red beret, which is the, the, it's similar to the, the, uh, the current the paratrooper unit, the Tzanchanim, one, uh, one of the elite infantry units. Uh, they, they wear this, this, this red beret. They're, they're noted for it. And, and they have a, new, a newly designed unit insignia. We'll, we'll, we'll try and put that up on the website at martyrobertsblog.com on, on the show notes. You can take a look at this insignia, which has the Hebrew letter kuf, which is the first letter in the Hebrew word for for commando. Oh, by the way, you know what the Hebrew word for commando is? Commando. Ah, see, now you're you're learning Hebrew. So so it has that letter, that that Hebrew letter kuf, and uh, it has a commando knife, which is rising from the sea, and a double-headed arrow above. And, and so, so this symbolizes the special designation of the, of the brigade and, 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 and its mobility by air, land, and sea. And the, uh, the, the knife on the background of mountains with the two-sided arrows is, signifies the, uh, the unit's reach beyond Israel's borders. P- pretty cool. It's a cool insignia. And you know, I, 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 I can't help but think the, uh, the, uh, the soldiers who will so proudly be Wearing this insignia are not going to be wearing this insignia in public because they send they they, they tend to uh, stay pretty pretty secret and they don't want anybody knowing who they are. So the, they'll be wearing this the the insignia, but you're probably not gonna not gonna see it on the streets for sure. <laughs> So pretty cool that the ceremony for the for this new brigade it took place near Ein Harod in the in northern Israel and, and this is cool I mean this is like like everything here in Israel the way we do things here and, and the connection with with the Bible and, and ancient history you know they're always trying to deny our connection the Jewish people's connection with the land with Jerusalem with Israel it's just it's just it's just absurd if you have the, the slightest smithering of, of knowledge about anything you know the, the, this place according to Jewish tradition this this is the location where the biblical judge Gidon Gideon chose the men who would serve in the army and, and that's where that's where they had this ceremony to inaugurate this new O's commando unit and so so both Zinni and the commander of the 98th division Ori Gordon noted at the ceremony the historical significance of this locale during their speeches. This stuff gives me chills. I mean, this was the first place where people volunteered for a Jewish army in history, Gordon said. Zinni added that both then and now, a small coordinated force was able to turn the tide in battle. The IDF still sees commandos as a central tool in its arsenal in both wartime and in the day-to-day, Gordon said. So, 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 you know, like, 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 how cool is that? And you know, this, this is the real thing, right? This is the real thing. So, so, with the, we're now going to have the consolidation of four of the Israeli Army's most elite special forces units. Then I'm going to tell you a little about these units. They're very, very cool. Maglan, Duv Devan, which are which are both special elite units that are that are under the. Uh, the Sanchanim, the Paratroopers Brigade, Egos, the Ego, the Egos unit, which was uh, which is currently currently under the Golani Infantry Infantry Brigade, and the Ramon unit, 
which was which is now under the Givati Brigade. And so there, as, as I said, e- each of these each of these units, the separate units that, that are being transferred to this new O's Brigade, they're, they're going to uh, continue functioning independently, or in in conjunction with brigade level combat teams. So they're kind of just expanding their spectrum of of activities and and they're not going to fight like like one fighting unit they're still going to be like separate units but they're just under one umbrella and so the they say that the character and the operational purpose of the units are are, are not not really going to change significantly and the uh, but but the goal of the unification according to the IDF is to affix every unit with a purpose relevant to the the current terrorist threats of which uh, which there are many so so let, let me just before we uh, before we wrap it up here with this exciting I want to tell you a little bit about these uh, those of you that don't know about these units that are now being uh, unified under the the O's commando brigade unit that, very very cool units. The, the the Egos reconnaissance unit. It's a it's a ground forces commando unit that uh, and as I mentioned, they're, they're under the uh, the Golani infantry brigade. They're uh, they and they, they specialize in guerrilla and anti guerrilla warfare and, and and like really complicated ground activity. They're, they're, they're part of the of the Northern Command's Golani Brigade, as, as I said, and they're a, they're a portable, they're a mobile unit that operates anywhere. That the, the, the Golani, they're technically, they're part of the of the Northern Command, the, you know, the, the border with Lebanon, Syria, but but in fact, they move all over the place, and they're they're, they're ready ready to go anywhere. Especially the the Egos unit. Egos mean, mean, means nut, by the way, but you know, not 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 of the crazy variety, the uh, the eating variety. They're they're uh, I think it's actually like a walnut, and they were formed in 1956 under the order of of, of Yitzhak Rabin. Who was the? He, at that time, he was the, he was the chief of the Northern Command, and they were formed as a special forces unit. But they were disbanded and then reorganized in 1964. After uh, we won't go, there was an incident, a friendly fire thing. They they broke it down, then they put it back together, and and then after the Six Day War, it became a battalion, but then was disbanded again after the Yom Kippur War because there were manpower shortages in other units, and, and then they reformed it again in 1990 as an anti-guerrilla unit. So it, it, its commander w- was from the Navy commandos, and as a result, uh, a lot of the discipline, the, the tactics, and the professionalism come from the Navy commandos, and that, you know the, the Israeli version of the Navy SEALs, and, and that, that's the foundation upon which this Egoz unit was built on. The, uh, <laughs> their training is like, Super intense. They start off with just regular basic training. They start off their training with regular Golani soldiers. Then they then they then they, then they break off with advanced exercises, unit marches, and and then, and then after the basic training, each soldier is interviewed by Israeli intelligence to to make sure that uh, that that he should go on to the next to the more intensive second phase of training. And then in the second phase, they they learn 
camouflage warfare and, and on and different kinds of like assault tactics and navigation on, on land and they, 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 they'll go to the, the squad leaders course they learn the, the, there's the jeep driving course the counter-terrorism course the, they have their own parachuting course and, and the reconnaissance course where they you know they go behind lines to get information to send back and then there's the the alpine course because even here in israel largely a desert country you know you go down to a lot and it's like over 100 degrees every day but you go up to the north into the the hermon the border with syria and lebanon and we've got alpine conditions we've got mountains we've got snow and uh so so that they need to learn they have these white snow suits and they got uh you know you know they got uh they they, they got to fight basically like like as if they were fighting in the swiss alps you know so so they learn that and there's, and there's a whole bunch of other special courses that that are so classified so secret i can't even tell you about them not only that not are they so secret i can't tell you about them i can't tell you about them because i don't know anything about them but neither does anybody else Then, then you've got, uh, well, the, the Ramon unit is very similar. They're similar to the Egoz unit, but they were, they were formed to, to do basically the same thing, but on the southern border. They're, they're in the Negev Desert on the southern border, the border, border with Egypt and the border facing the rest of Africa. So they kinda, they're pretty much the same sort of a thing, and uh, they deal, they deal with, with the threats coming from the south. Then, now we've got Maglan. This is a, this is a, they're also known as Unit 212 or, or Sayeret Maglan, and they're they're another special forces unit specializing in operating behind the enemy lines and deep in enemy territory. And they're kind of like, they're like their special thing is like these advanced, like Star Wars kind of like technology and advanced weaponry systems. They got these weapons that no one else can get, like in the world, like weapons from our, our own Israel's Raphael industries and, and other like cool stuff that, again, that nobody even knows about except the guys that are actually using them. And, and, and the name Maglan, is the it's actually the uh, the Hebrew word the Hebrew name of the uh, the ibis bird the ibis ibis bird and uh, according to to one officer Maglan the ibis the ibis is a bird that knows how to adapt in every situation so that, that that's where the name comes from kind of kind of cool and and they were founded in 1986 but uh, <laughs> nobody even knew they existed into 2000 uh, until 2006 and, and and until this day like uh, we know that they exist but but nobody knows very much about the unit who they are and what they do only that 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 they're a force that performs top secret operations behind enemy lines deep inside of of hostile territory the uh, the designating missions of Maglana are kept a secret and no information is, is, is given out about it or about the operations which they take they take part in. They've, uh, you know, the, the rumors have it that that they've been involved in the assassination of, of dozens of Hezbollah terrorists and, and that they've taken place and they, they've taken part in assassinations, target assassinations in uh, in Judea and Samaria and uh, but oh, for sure just just countless hours of, of super high-risk operations well behind 
enemy lines, most of which have never been declassified. There's also a rumor that that Sayeret Maglam was was among a handful of elite Israeli Army Special Forces units that were deployed on covert Scud missile hunting missions in, in Iraq during Operation Desert Storm during the first Gulf War in 1991. The, the rumor is that they were actually there in Iraq and that, that more than half of the Maglan's operators were, were participating in Scud missile hunting there using non-Israeli-oriented Land Rover Jeeps that were fitted with, with, with laser ATGM and, and that using this technology and their presence there in Iraq that they, were, they managed to detect and destroy so more than one mobile Scud launcher there. So that's pretty, pretty cool, huh? <laughs> so, so like Sayeret Matkal, the, uh, the, uh, the, the fighters in Maglan already wear the, a red beret. They wear brown combat boots, and, uh, and they, they conduct their basic training at at one of the uh, at, w- at one of the Tsanchanim paratrooper bases, they're they're not officially part of the Tsanchanim of the paratrooper brigade. They they don't wear the insignia of the unit in public because you know it, it's that secret. They they, they have a they have an eighteen month training program, which is six months of basic training and then and then twelve months of of specialized combat education. And uh, you know, just like in all of these in all these units, a, a lot of guys they make it through the first what they call the gibush, like the, the 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 screening process where they they see if you can even get admitted into the training. But lots and lots and lots of them, once they get into the actual training of the unit. They, uh, they they don't make it. They fall out, and they're and they're they're they're, they're the, only the very the cream of the crop, the elite of the elite of the elite, make it on to the to the next to the next level of the training that to and and to actually complete and, be, and become and to wear the insignia, and be a part of of the actual unit. And this is these are some tough dudes, really, really tough dudes. So I I read somewhere that the the Oketz unit, which is the the Israeli the dog unit, is also going to be be under this Oz Commando Brigade. But I, I don't know. I, the, the latest articles haven't said that. But th- that's another unit that that's amazing. I've seen these dogs in action. They're like they're like smarter than a lot of people that I know. The stuff that they do and uh, use to to great effect. But I don't know for sure that they're a part of this. But 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 the the fourth unit that for sure is going to be a. Under the umbrella of the O's Commando Brigade is the Duve Devon Special Forces Unit. The uh, also considered one of the most elite, or the most elite, counter-terrorist unit in Israel. Their their main focus was 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 counter-terrorism, and the Duve Devon means cherry. And uh, believe me, these guys these guys are the the cherry on the top of the on the top of the of the Sunday. Believe me, they they were formed in 1987. And they work primarily undercover in the urban Palestinian areas. And they, uh, what they do, their specialty, is they infiltrate and they arrest and capture wanted Palestinian terrorists. So what, what they do, this, is, this to me is like the most amazing thing and, and probably the scariest. They, they, they basically, they're undercover agents that they pose as Palestinians. 
they go in, they use disguises, and they have a knowledge of the language, of the behavior. They, they receive the training in this, and they go in, and they actually become part of it, and then they, then they, then they, then they make their arrest, and they take down the bad guys. The, uh, the, this unit, and there are other similar units, that are, they're known collectively as, as Mistaravim in Hebrew, or, or Mustarabim in, in Arabic, which literally means Arab pretenders. And so, so like I said, they, they, they actually they impersonate the Palestinians and they infiltrate the Palestinian communities. They, they, they're training. They, they learn like they learn the cultural habits of the people. They, they learn local dialects, you know, like it's, a, it's, a, it's like, like, like any other country. It's not, not, just a, not just a language, not just Arabic. There's each area has its own particular like sound, the dialects. And so, so they learn the, 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 the culture and the dialects so that they're indistinguishable when they're inside the, the Palestinian community. And, and, they, and they, 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 they put on disguises sometimes that are, that are crazy. Like they've been, they can, they can be dressed up as like an elderly, an elderly man, or, or, or like a, like a Palestinian woman, cradling pretend babies. I mean, it's like, it's, it's wild. It's, it's wild. They, just recently, there was, uh, like within the past month or so, there was uh, an incident in, in in Hebron where, where these these mistaravim. I'm not sure if they were from Duvdevan or they might have been from Shimshon. I'm not, not sure which which actual unit they were from, but but they dressed up. They they went into a Palestinian hospital deep in Hebron in Hebron. There they went in. They went in pushing uh, 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 like like a sick and elderly man supposedly in a wheelchair, and uh, and they went in pushing this guy in the wheelchair into this hospital. And then, boom, you can see that the videos are out, like, on YouTube, on Facebook. And boom, boom, they pop, they expose them, and there they are. And they take down these murderers, these terrorists, right in the hospital. The guy was hospitalized because he had been injured, like, in, a, in, in some sort of an attack or an attempted arrest. And they take the guy down. They come in wheeling the old man in the wheelchair. They, they pop out, take off the blankets, get their weapons, take the guy out of the hospital, and arrest him. Cool. Very cool stuff, but uh, <laughs> I, I don't know how they do it. I don't know. They have the, uh, you know, the the the, uh, the cojones, the as we say, as as we say in Hebrew, the beitzim, the eggs to do such a thing. But uh, hey, they do it, and uh, that's why the Islamic State is afraid of us. Hope you enjoyed it. Hey, visit the website, martyrobertsblog.com. Share, share, share. Donate some money if you see, you know, if you care to. Make comments. Share on Facebook. Follow us on all the social media. And uh, tell your friends about us. Please, please do. Please do. Let me know what you think. And uh, until next time, Marty Roberts in Israel. Shalom, shalom. Shalom.